Hey guys, so welcome back to What the Funnel. I have a pretty cool episode for you today. I'm talking with Mr. Steven Summers of Marketplace Superheroes. He's uh, he's actually nailed five Two Comma Club awards when we recorded this, but um, I'm gonna split it up into two episodes here. So this first one is gonna be kind of about his story and how he got started and his positioning. Um, he's an Amazon seller, so he's blending services and courses and physical products all together and has created a huge business out of it with his partner. So um, like I said, episode one here of the two is going to be more of his story and his backstory. And then the second one, which is going to be the next episode, is going to be more of a tactical episode where he actually tells us exactly what he was doing, why he did it, and he gets more into the strategy behind it. So listen to the story first, get to know him a little bit. He has some great value in both episodes, and then go and listen to the actual strategy and the tactics in the next one as well. And that really changed our life because like in, in the space of one weekend, we did a, a you know an almost $300,000 promotion. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly, and welcome to What the Funnel. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to What the Funnel. What the Funnel's going on? I'm super hyped to be here today. We have Mr. Steven Summers with us. He's the co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, a platform that teaches members how to create a five to seven figure income stream selling products on Amazon. Now he's the first kind of Amazon seller that we've had on the podcast, but that's not only what he does. He actually has five Two Comma Club awards by himself through his company, Marketplace Superheroes. So what's going on, Steven? Uh, say hi to the audience here. Hey, I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited about speaking to this audience because I get to talk about maybe the marketplace superhero side of things a little more than I usually get to, which is really, really cool. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. For sure. Thanks, man. So I, I just want to you know, let the audience know a little bit about you. Why don't you tell us uh, your history? I mean, I know you're into Amazon. That's where I got started too. We're going to talk a little bit more about Marketplace Superheroes, but just let us know, you know where you're coming from and uh, you know, how you got into this whole online yeah. marketing scene. Absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, we're still involved with Amazon in a big way, so I'll, I'll definitely break that down. So like a lot of people listening, I was in a situation where you know, I was in my late teens trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. I'm 32 years old now, just to give people some time perspective. And basically, I was in the music industry, thought that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life and all of that. And, you know, left home when I was about 19 to go and do that after basically doing two years at business in college, studying business in college. I uh, didn't know what I wanted to do in college, but I started doing business. And so while I was in there, I really enjoyed learning more about you know, marketing and all this kind of stuff, but I didn't have any way to, to do anything with it. So I did the two years of that, left, left college, left home, thought I'm going to make it in the music industry. Tried that for a couple of years and, you know, got pretty far, didn't quite make it. 
and got to myself in a situation where I was working in a corporate job in a data processor. So like filling information out from a form into a computer, right, right. incredibly boring job. Uh, but you know, that's what I had to do to, to kind of like make ends meet in inverted commas while playing in the band. Cutting a long story short, the band ended as it always does, right? And I was in a situation where I was stuck in this job and I just didn't know what my next move was. And I stayed there for a long time, you know, just becoming very unhealthy, uh, sort of like not knowing where the future was gonna go for me and all of that. And so basically I started like thinking, well, where do I go, what can I do? So I always had said to myself, if the band doesn't work, I'll try to get into business and do uh, my, my own business. So like a lot of people listening, I'm sure like yourself, you know, started Googling like how to make money, how to make money online, how to become oh, yeah, yep. mm -hmm. all that jazz, right? And net, when I started, so this is like maybe, you know, 12 more years ago, this is, uh, there wasn't the information that's out there now, right? There wasn't the click phones stuff out there. There wasn't dot-com secrets, all those great books that are out there that, that Russell's put together and people like him. So I was just finding all this kind of weird scammy crap and so yeah. started buying into it all, trying to see, is this how you do it? And could never really get a clear picture of how online marketing worked. So I had gone in that path for a long time and I said to myself, you know, I'm done with this. I, 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 this is not for me. So I said, well, what's a business I can get involved in where like, I don't have to be an expert. I don't have to have an audience. I don't have to do all the things that these marketing products were telling me I had to do. And so physical products just felt like a, a natural way to go. So then, you know, cutting a long story short, after doing a lot of personal development and all that, I basically just said to myself, I need to find somebody who's already doing this, who can basically mentor me because I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never had a business before. I, I have no idea. I'm totally green. So luckily for me, I met this guy, Robert, who's still my business partner today, Robert Ricky, as you mentioned in the intro, and he was already selling products on Amazon and eBay and places like that in the UK. Uh, so I've traveled up to see him and basically started learning like how to do it the right way. Uh, he had a company at the time with two warehouses and lots of staff, which was very stressful for him. So basically I worked with him for nearly a year, learning everything I could learn and all the stuff I learned in college, right? So I've been reading about direct marketing and direct response advertising and stuff like that. I took all of that and structural stuff. We took everything Robert had known about Amazon and we basically started a new business selling our own stuff on Amazon, using Amazon FBA. We did it globally, not just in say amazon.com, but all over the world. And we built that into a multi seven figure business. It was really good. Did that for a couple of years and basically got a little bit bored because, you know, we were making money, but there was nothing, there was no meaning to it, right? right and I went right. back to when I started and just said, I want to start helping other people learn what we're doing now and give them our processes and systems. So a lot of people were teaching Amazon. As everybody listening today probably would know, that's something a lot of people do. We do it in a very different way. Uh, and I'll explain how Marketplace Superheroes evolved as we go in the, in the, in the call today. But again, started that company about uh, four and a bit years ago now. And yeah, as you mentioned, since then, we've got five two comic club awards from Marketplace Superheroes trainings, as well as like our, our freight business that we built and stuff like that. So I can talk about growing a business today as well and what we've done there. And yeah, it's a great company. We've got thousands of students now, uh, hundreds of documented success stories. And we're really building something interesting in our space by really innovating and going beyond just selling courses. We're really marrying courses and services uh, into this really cool new style business. So that's kind of the backstory. And then we can take this from whatever way you want to go from there. 
Sure. So one quick question, I guess two actually. So just on the backstory piece. So what was the band? What kind of music and what did you play? It was kind of an indie rock band. We were nice. called Million Dollar Shoes. Okay. <laughs> the name of the band is so funny. And it was, you know, we did okay, like, but we didn't really get anywhere. And like this, it, it's, it, it was a really, it was, it was an interesting time. Cause I actually ended up getting on TV quite a bit in Ireland, actually. Okay. In the background. But yeah, that's, that was, it's a long time ago now. What, what did you play? I played guitar and I sang as well, actually. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I, I taught myself to play guitar in college a couple of years ago. So oh. I, yeah, I still play in improv every once in a while, but um, you know, now, now I focus mostly on this. So. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great thing to have, you know, as they say, if you can play the guitar, you'll never be alone. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um, marketplace superheroes, tell, tell us, you, you mentioned, you know, services and courses uh, for Amazon yeah. sellers, but let us know a little bit more into that business and what it is and kind of how you got started briefly. Yeah, yeah. So, so at a very base level, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll use a lot of the Russell Brunson lingo today because I think okay. a lot of people think we'll, we'll know all that stuff. So I think it's the yep. easiest way to describe it. So if you want to sort of take it from a value ladder standpoint, then we obviously have like our main core training program it teaches people our entire system, how we do things, how we find products, uh, how, we, how we launch them, uh, how we do it on a global scale, all of that jazz. So that's like our main thousand dollar program. And then what we have from there is we have a lot of coaching programs after that that are, that are more higher ticket. And then we, we have all these other things that we've done. Like I mentioned, we have a super superhero freight is one of our businesses. Mm-hmm. So we saw like, in, you know, if we just teach stuff all the time, and Steve Larson says this often too, right? He says, you know, whenever you, uh, whenever you sell something, you solve a problem, but you also create a problem, right? So in the years we've been doing this, you know, obviously, Freight, for example, is a big problem for a lot of our members because they maybe are just getting started. They're doing small orders, like I'm sure you remember doing all this stuff. Right. And the it can be very expensive to ship it, especially if it's coming from somewhere like China, right? So for us, we were like, well, how can we how can we help serve people more and give them more value? So we tried for a number of years to basically put in a freight service whereby we can teach you what you need to know, and when you're ready to ship something, we can basically ship it for you. So we built this really cool online app, which allows our members to uh, prepay their shipping from China and, and, and ship and slash their shipping costs. So literally all they have to do whenever they are going to place an order with their supplier is place the order and then connect up our freight team to that. And all of a sudden we just take care of everything for them. So, so that's like the freight business. That's like the continuity of the, of the business then. Wow. That's, a, that's amazing. Cause like even just, you know, I, I only placed, you know, a handful of orders when I was selling on Amazon and it is such a process, man, trying to get a freight forwarder and figure out it, like all the shipping terms, first of all, and yes. then, you know, just the logistics all along the way, like it's insane. So to have that done yeah. for you, I don't think like people who don't sell on Amazon can appreciate that service, but yeah, no, that, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, no, it slashes a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and especially when you're like in any business, right? When you're small, you're doing small orders like a lot of people don't want to speak to you right and it's the same by the way when you when you start from nowhere which i'll talk about like even with me you know when i started into this world of actually teaching them what we're, what we've been doing you know over four years ago now nobody knew who we were we're from ireland we're not from the states like so mm-hmm. we're outside the kind of internet marketing world right and uh we had no following at all so we had to find a way to you know to build the the, the tribe and so Kind of coming to that, then I guess uh, 
to teach some cool lessons, I suppose, along there. Where I got started was, like a lot of people do now, I had to get into other communities and kind of teach what I was doing, uh, start building a little bit of a following there. And I remember like our first version of our program, I was on the phone almost every day trying to close people into our programs and stuff like that because you have to because nobody knew who we were and so we did that for like about a year and and then what i will also share is i started going to a lot of uh, events at the time so i was at a tanner larson event he had a great event he he was actually back on again this year it was it was in orlando and i met a number of people there who are still working with me today actually one one guy still does our facebook ads a guy called David Schloss, or a lot of people would know in the, in the Facebook advertising world. Mm-hmm. So I meet all these people and it's like, right, telling them what I'm trying to do and all of that. And luckily for us, we got a big breakthrough almost a year into Marketplace Superheroes where we met a huge affiliate. He was promoting a, one of our big competitors in our space. And basically he saw what we were doing with the, the global angle and we had a new way of doing things and we weren't selling the really competitive products everybody else was selling and all of that. He just sort of said, I'd like to have you guys come on and I'll promote you instead. And that really changed our life because like in, in the space of one weekend, we did a, a you know an almost $300,000 promotion, which wow. literally <laughs> we had never seen anything like it because we're used to having an e-com business, which was profitable. But you know, in a year we did about $1.8 million in sales mm-hmm. and you were making about 30% of that back as net profit. And all of a sudden we do this, this promotion and, you know, we've got 300 new customers now and that really was amazing. So I suppose the two things we can, you can take away from that when you're starting out is number one, give value to other communities is great without expectation, by the way. Number two, then sometimes you got to start ugly and you got to get on the phone and sell the first version of your program. And then three, you know, when you go to events and you network and you get to know people and you tell people what you're trying to do and what, who you're trying to serve, it's amazing how other people will actually will try to connect you with others. And so then on the other side, if you're just starting out as well, you should try to be a connector as well. Because when you, when you actually try and connect things together, it's amazing what will happen. And, and even today, like we're, I'm on this podcast today because somebody connected us, you know, and, and that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a few things there. Anyway, I'm getting started for sure. And I, I do the same thing all the time. You know, I see in Facebook groups, somebody will say, hey, you know, I'm looking for this type of service or this type of person. Do you know anybody? And I'll just like tag the two people, link them up real quick. You know, so many connections are made that way. So networking is huge, even if it doesn't have the, uh, the direct result like, oh, this is going to make money. But, you know, exactly. if you talk to enough people, they have you top of mind. So if somebody, like, yeah. like, for example, a lot of what I focus on is the dream customer and the avatar, right? So yep. when people post in a group and they say, hey, listen, I'm trying to figure out my niche. I'm trying to, you know, uh, figure out my customer, my dream avatar, whatever. You know, I get tagged in those posts and people say, yeah, this is the guy, you know. So, yeah, it, like making those those connections, you know, one at a time for sure. Yeah. And again, from your side, you've done a, clearly done a really good job of being known for that specific thing, which is great. Like, and sometimes we don't want to box ourselves into that one corner, right? And, you know, for years, it was funny you said at the top of this conversation, and, and you're right, you said like, I didn't know you were like an Amazon guy, right? Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people see us as like the other oh, the European Amazon guys, right? And we used to fight that a little bit at times, and, but now, but then you lean into it because that's who you're perceived as by the market, right? And that's a good thing because then 
people now, whenever we're looking at say creating partnerships in our world, well then I can go to somebody in the US, for example, who has a really good following and they're teaching how to sell on Amazon. And I can come in with a non-competitive, non-threatening offer by saying, well look, I'd love to teach your audience how to expand their business into Europe, how to put the right business in place in Europe, et cetera. And so all of a sudden then, you know, you might feel that that person's a competitor. As a matter of fact, they're not, they're a collaborator because you just, you know, it's the blue ocean, right? You need to find what is your blue ocean. And so in our market, where we found our initial blue ocean was, well, we teach it on a global scale. And from then it's been interesting and it's a great lesson, I think, for anybody listening, when you're building your business out, you'll always start with one main thing you're known for. You'll then start out with one main blue ocean angle, but as you grow your business to fortify your business, you start adding in more and more blue ocean angles. So for right now, it's like we have services now. We literally can, we have a software ecosystem whereby people can research a product in our system and then they can bring it to freight, they can bring it to translations, they can get their listing done all inside our world, which wow. really is, because nobody else can do that, right? No one is doing it in our space. So we got that. Then we have like multiple coaches in our world. So we've got like a PPC coach. We've like got a, a, a research coach. And again, then I'm not the only expert. There's like, I've got like a, a, a Justice League or an Avengers, right? Team of people. Yeah. And that's another differentiation point. So yeah, there, there are things that you've got to be thinking about, especially in some of the markets people are going into where they're a little more competitive. Like you always got to find an angle or a differentiation in order to stand out, you know? Of course. And, and the way you're just talking about your partners, it's funny because when you first met them, they were probably like, oh, I'm an Amazon guy, you know? And then it's like, yeah. wait, wait, but I really do PPC. So like we could work together, you know? And yeah, it's not like you're going against each other at that point because, you know, it's, everyone's competition. And it, it's funny, I did a Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago and I actually want to make an episode about this. Um, not, not really on what we were just talking about, but competition, it's funny because it's, we're not always competing against the other people. This is what I say. And it's like, we're competing against what people in the marketplace are thinking. So if somebody has this idea and it's an objection to what I talk about, then that's my competition. It's not the other people that I'm going against. I have to compete against that idea, break that objection so that they'll follow me, listen to me and follow me forever. So I'll make an episode about that soon, but. Yeah, no, I, I think that's an interesting and valid point actually. And you know, uh, there's another way of looking at that too, by the way, which is, that, and it's not perfect English, but it's maybe not an, an objection, but as Jay Abraham would say, it's like a subjection, right? So in other words, like uh, you can overcome that objection or like you can basically utilize, you can take the energy from that as subjection and you can, you, can, you can absorb that and you can pass back something. In other words, I can take on what you're saying and I can hear what you're saying and then I can start to help you see what I do then from a different vantage point. So in other words, I'm not telling you you're wrong, I'm not saying that's what you were saying either. I'm not trying to overpower you, but rather I'm trying to help you see what I do in a more 360 degree kind of a kind of a thing. And that's that comes back to what we just said as well of like when you think about what you do, uh, you've got to try boil it down to something that people can understand and will easily accept as well, right? So if I'm in Europe and I'm the Amazon Europe guy, Mm -hmm. then that makes sense. Whereas if I was like, I'm in Europe and I'm the Amazon US guy, that's kind of weird. Like it doesn't, it's gonna, it's something odd about that that people maybe won't accept straight away, you know? Right, right. And, and it's funny, I, I have to fight that a little bit too sometimes being, you know, like the avatar guy, cause it's like people don't necessarily see the value in it right away. But then they say, you know, I really need help with my copy. And it's like, okay, well, 
you know, do you know your avatar? Do you know your dream customer? Do you know what they need to hear in order to make it sell? And then it's yes. like, it, what copy comes back to the avatar? And then it's like, oh, well, I really need help creating my offer. Oh, well, do you know what they really want and need, you know? So like, it, I can 360 circle, just like you said, everything back to the avatar. So that's kind of the whole system that I built out, which is cool. And you know, it's actually, that's a very interesting point because for years I was like those other people, by the way, I used to just be like, oh, this avatar stuff's not, it's not worth my time. It's just something that people tell you to do and mm-hmm. it's marketing 101. That's what I used to, now I'm, I believe very differently now. And I think like sometimes if you're starting a business for a while, you can maybe get away without like really defining that just for a very short while. But what you'll find is like when you get into the market then and you don't really understand what's going on, uh, you'll see very quickly that you can't scale beyond a certain point because you don't understand anything. Like for example, and I think you'll appreciate this in what, you're, what you do, right? I did a lot of study on our customer base and I'm able to see our customers don't listen to e-commerce podcasts. They're not interested in them. They listen really? to podcasts like this. Yeah, because think about it. Their desire is they want to quit their job or they want to replace their income. Our audience want to add some extra money into their retirement fund. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't, the vehicle doesn't necessarily matter to them at that point. That's just like the desire they have. So then they go, so then like anybody, like I would do, you try to find, well, who is out there in the market that is, that is basically teaching uh, how to solve this problem. And so they'll find people like, you know, Lewis Howes, Amy Porterfield, right, and they're, right. they're very like how to build a business online. And of course they do teach like, you know, digital marketing and stuff, but it's very it's broad generic, in the message. Yeah. So that's what I found. That's who my audience actually listened to. And then if I didn't know that, well then I would, I would incorrectly try to get on every e-commerce platform in the world, but that's not where my, my audience are. So again, mm-hmm. avatar for anybody listening and anybody going to work with yourself, like it's, you got to know, you got to work with people like Brendan and understand like avatar is everything. And I think for you, even an interest and opportunity in that world could be to redefine what uh, redefine the word avatar into something else, because that could be interesting too to create your own your own new angle on that because it's so important if it could maybe be angled differently well then maybe i could see it differently and all of a sudden it's like oh my god this is exactly what i need because i know that now where i am in my career but maybe if you hadn't spoke to me spoken to me three years ago i probably wouldn't have listened to you as much whereas now i really would listen to you so again that's that's just right, right. It, it's definitely it's not the sexiest part of business i'll tell you that but vital <laughs> vital yeah, yeah, everybody needs it for real. So, yeah, so, cool. so let, let's get back into the um, to the marketplace superheroes here. So, um, so tell me, we have five two comic club awards. Where did those come from? What yeah. were the, you know were we shooting webinars? Because this is what the funnel we're talking about funnels for the most part. Sure. Um, obviously, you got the awards through funnels. I'm assuming. So, you know, which ones were they? Were you running webinars? Are they high ticket stuff? Or what, yeah. what, what do you have going on? Yeah, mixture, actually. Um, so we the first two we got. All right, guys. So that is episode one of two with Steven. Make sure you stick around for the next episode to hear how he actually pulled off these five Two Comma Club awards and hear all the strategy and the tactics behind it so that you can implement it too. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want some serious training to help you get more money out of your funnels? Recently, 100 people joined me in a live three-day masterclass showing you how to develop your avatar, then create the perfect hooks, sales messages, and offers that will have them begging for your products. Do you want those recordings for free? 
head over to FunnelAvatar.com to get instant access today. And then we'll catch you on the next episode.